that's excited about Ladies that. and gentlemen. Boys and girls. Welcome to the Timmy Gibson Show. Yeah. <laughs> We're all, it's all pent up like, you know, if they say men have 15,000 words and then we don't use them, you know, we have to use them all up. Well, That's we right. haven't talked in a few weeks. We man. I got about 87,000 words <laughs> in my queue. And we've got a special guest here today, Taylor, Hello. joining us. Yeah. So, Taylor, tell us a little bit. Tell the listeners, you know, the thousands of yeah. people that are listening yeah. a little bit about you. Yeah. So, name's Taylor. Uh, I. What's your in- nickname? I do not have one. Really? I don't like going by Tay Tay. You didn't. Yeah, I was gonna say you didn't push back on Tay Tay. Why didn't you come right out and say, "Listen, that's a stripper name. That's a stripper name." You're passionate about you. Passionate. You do not like Tay Tay. I hate Tay Tay. You hate Tay Tay. Tay is a little acceptable. Tay, but Tay Tay. What's your OnlyFans on? No, wouldn't you like to know? She goes, "That's private." You can pay for it. Oh, dang. But so you're not opposed to OnlyFans? No, not I personally would not. Uh, yeah. I'm a creator lady, so that would probably not be appropriate for me. <laughs> yeah, your I boss be like, uh, "Hey, Tay, <laughs> I'm I subscribing to some clients, OnlyFans." Yeah. And- <laughs> Might be a little embarrassing next time I talk to a client. <laughs> yeah. But no, not opposed for other people. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Tay, you're in your 30s. 31. 31. Oh, 31. Yeah. You have 31. what, 24 kids? Yes. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah, no kids. That's why she's got an OnlyFans fans. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fans, no not kids. kids. Yeah. You have two Just, dogs. I have one dog and, and a one cat. cat. Okay. Really good cat. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. okay. the fourth leg? Uh, he was run over. Decided uh, he didn't uh, want to use it anymore. <laughs> there was nothing it, wrong with it. Under your care, or you adopted him? I like, adopted him. Okay. You should have come up with a better See, story. See, right. it makes me like her. <laughs> We're already getting insight into her, right? Like, you yeah. can tell she's kind of likes the down and out a little bit. Yeah. She's going to rescue. you. You, yeah. Your relationships, have they all been rescues? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh, shit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right, pause! <laughs> you know, those always make you feel good. Oh, like, my God. Down, right? <laughs> <laughs> In fact, okay, so welcome to the Timmy Gibson Show. Yeah, Thank glad you. you're here. I'm glad to have you on here. We'll have to do an interview, just you and I yeah. sometime. Hey, uh, I, I yeah. got a little something. Went up to, uh, well, I was telling you earlier, went up to this Belgian waffle race on the over the weekend, right? Yeah. And it had- um, In Lawrence. In Lawrence. And it had, you know, all the ingredients of, the, you know, being the big thing. And so Michelle and I were, it was nice day Saturday. So we went up for a concert on Friday that she had bought tickets for. And then uh, said, let's go up to Lawrence and walk around. And so then they had all the vendors, like, oh. and she loves biking. So she's seeing, like, the specialized truck and all this, you know, and, <laughs> and all, you know, all the big names. And it's, like, all this energy and hoopla. And her cousin's already riding in it. And I texted him. I said, dude, you ought to be up here. This place is bumping. And she's like, oh, I'm on my way up there. So that added to it. Well, she ends up signing up for the race on Sunday. So I said, well, I'm going to come up then and, you know, I'll just hang out at the coffee shop and yeah. do do a little reading and stuff like that. Yeah, but go to Alchemy? No, oh, but I, Alchemy's okay. a good spot. Yeah. I did. I hung out at Sunflower. They've got their own little cafe and stuff. But here's the thing, though. There was this guy that, that because they had some professional writers there, um, you know, there was people like, you know, they would say, you'd see like photographers from like a magazine trying to get pictures of them. Like, hey, can we get these two guys to get, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, there was this other guy that was kind of smaller 
I don't, he's, he's, I don't know. He was maybe five ten or something, but he was not like tall and he wasn't super short, but he was just kind of like a normal build, but kind of looked like an athlete type of guy. And people would like come up to him every once in a while. Then I saw one of the race directors say, come over to him and said, can we get an interview? And I was like, who is this guy? Like, you know, and the thing that I'm I'm building all this up is to say that I kept seeing him all weekend, but, and people are having to come over and write, sign their jersey you know i'm like so i told michelle we're like sign my bill it's like i said this guy must have won the tour or something so another guy that was there had taken a selfie with him so went over to him i said hey the guy you took a selfie with who was it he goes oh he's like a world famous uh f uh formula one driver and i was like oh but my whole point in telling all of this is it was an interesting dynamic because to some people, like the way I see, see Steve Janky, he's like a celebrity to me. Right. Other people just, you know, Steve just gets caught up in the normal the normal Joe on the street, right? right? They're not paying any attention to him. And this guy was a superstar. He drove for Mercedes. I looked him up on Instagram. Uh, yeah. and, and so I was like, and I guess his girlfriend is an Australian uh, uh, cyclist. So yeah. she was there for the race as well. Was she attractive? Not not real attractive, really? not real attractive. Um, Usually those famous people. Famous, yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, but the thing that I thought was interesting was how big of a deal we make individuals out that are inside of a domain or a world that we, you know what I mean? And and yet to me, this everyone else was giving this guy all the props, and I was literally just like hanging out next to him and not yeah. knowing if he was any different <laughs> than the guy that was running the the sunflower cafe shop, you right. know what I mean? That type of thing. So yeah. I was like, that it was just a kind of a weird like dynamic that I wasn't used to because to other people, he was such a big deal, but I was like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the same for, I mean, you can maybe relate to this. I don't think you guys would, but just remembering back in the day, you know, I met Jimmy Swaggart, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I've met, I met Larry Lee. Mm. I met, I mean, uh, T.D. Jakes. Okay. Met, now, some of the yeah. people are listening and going, who the fuck are those guys? Right. Like, I don't know who those people are. <laughs> I right. don't know who those yeah, people they're, are. They're, yeah. Taylor's like, who? <laughs> yeah. You know, but those are famous yeah. preachers, yeah. you know, big time oh, yeah. famous preachers. Yeah, we'd want to get a picture with them. Yes. You know, yeah. remember, you remember Robert Tilton? Yes. The guy that, okay. Yes. So, uh, this will shock you. His daughter is about my age. Back when he was big time on TV back in the 90s. Okay her and i were like pen pals oh wow yeah and, and you mean is, literally pen pals yes yeah like literally wrote letters yeah. to each other and she later became she dis disowned her okay. father and okay. she's in she holds a political office she holds some office interesting something yeah oh, yeah interesting. yeah and that i mean yeah. but no no one would these guys could be out in public and no one knows who they right. are well and 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 he's right and and we don't know anything around formula one around I, yeah, here i don't, I don't know you know what i mean yeah. other than the i know what it is i know what it is right. right but i'm like you couldn't put unless it was like andretti or whatever back right. in the day you know i wouldn't know who anybody was well think about it think about if a, if a jockey that makes millions millions and millions of dollars that right. people in that in that world oh my god that's so right. and so i'm like that's a that's well, a small person, and that was the other thing was it was <laughs> like a little guy. It's a little I was making guy. up all these stories about who he could be based on his look. That's why I said earlier, like he wasn't real Doesn't tall, he wasn't famous. real sh- right, and he kind of had you know he looked somewhat athletic. But I'm like when I looked at him, I'm like, okay, I can see you being. You can't be big and be a Formula One driver. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna be able, like you can't be big and be a, a horse a jockey. jockey, right? But so I was like, but most of these guys on the bikes, you know, I'm kind of like they had that build because they have to have a you know, some muscular build athleticism, but a lot of these guys are smaller because they're lighter weight. Yeah. And I was like, I bet he's won the tour. No, he was formula one driver. Yeah. 
I used to be into motocross big time and okay. met, um, oh gosh, Ricky, uh, Ricky, somebody, and then Bubba Stewart. I mean, some of these big names that people that are into motocross would, oh my God, I know that you know, they big time famous. Yeah. I mean, video games are made after them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Big time famous. And I've met them all, but you guys wouldn't know him if they right. were walking past you in the hall right. here on the way here. You'd right. be like, oh, it was just some dude. Steve Janky, you want to be unnoticed in public and you want to be famous. What What do you want to be famous for? Oh, boy, that puts me on the spot. Taylor, you're getting the same question. <laughs> yeah. I want people to talk about the acquittal. <laughs> <laughs> You do kind of have a little bit of a, a fame though, because because people like you know they see those buildings on like they kind of know like oh you're 69 highway you see that building on fire over the time we build those mm -hmm. like there's a little bit like that's a that's a connection that most people don't you know like other people say I work at Sprint you get to say like I build buildings that people catch on fire yeah it's a lot of fun yeah <laughs> but is that what you want to be famous for uh, I don't want to be famous at all. Well, that's the thing, though. You've done something to make yourself famous, but people don't know it. So what is that? Mm -hmm. You can still walk on the street and no one's going to know who you are, but you've done something famous. What do you want to be known for? Well, they're not going to know it, but but from your looks. But but have they talked to you, they'd be like, holy crap, you invented the luggage with the wheels? Something like <laughs> yes. that. Taylor, do you know what you want to be famous for? Uh, Yeah, I'd love to make an impact in some way. To this okay. world. I don't know what that means yet. Okay. I've toyed with a lot of industries and ways of doing that. Uh, but I would like to be very successful someday. So hopefully it's all right. Oh, I was gonna say, she Steve Jackie, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, I'll take that one. Right. So I'm curious. I'm gonna ask you the question. I'll answer your question because I love it, but I want you to what, I would, what about you? I would definitely want to be a thought leader, meaning I've written a book or something, you know, or have a framework that i can present or someone's no. like oh you're the one that, that that's helped people in a lot of ways but usually through some sort of teaching or methodology or you know th being an author or something like that yeah. author lecturer podcaster for me okay like yeah i'm working on you know as you know working yeah. on a memoir but i would like to yeah be known as an author and a speak a public speaker technically what is and a, a memoir? guy with cool hair what's the difference between a <laughs> memoir and an autobiography Ooh, I got this one. Thank okay. you. Okay. Steve, our scholar presents biographic information. Like I did this at this date and this is more this chronological. Oh, okay. Yeah, they Factual. tend to be chronological. Memoirs <laughs> are more of here's what's going on in my twisted head as I did this. Oh, this. Yeah, it's like a story. More mm -hmm. story. So, so what are you, a memoir or autobiography? Oh, memoir. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of my, my working title, which like, I won't end up deciding the title, right? Someone else will yeah. if I get published or something. Someone else will decide yeah. unless I self-publish, then I get to fucking choose. But um, it's, you know, my struggle with Jesus is my working title, um, right. which is just kind of my journey away from being super religious. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Matter of fact, that because that was something I was wanting to ask Taylor before we ask her, like, what the fuck do women want? <laughs> Because that's a question we want to know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> We're going to take notes. notes. All the guys listening are like, oh, shit, here it goes. Um, so, every, every, all the guys are running to get their notebooks yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, what, would, what would you say is um, uh, – what, what are we talking about? My little mind just went – You wanted to totally be, be famous, the, 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 being famous for something, but what are you talking about? Are you, yeah. 
Was that what you're talking about? Yeah, but what? There was something I was going to ask her. He was going to take notes. I was going to ask her something. Damn. Uh, I should have taken notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, religious. Yeah, there we go. Right. What What was your, because I know, because I know Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to come up with a nickname for her. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looks it, like a Bob to me. It used to be Bob? Red, because I had red hair red? for years. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not going to work yeah. anymore. I, no. like, I, like, I like the blonde. I like Thanks. blonde. So... Because I I know Taylor uh-huh. and so I know a little bit about her story. Where what's your religious upbringing, or lack of or lack of? Yeah, what's yeah. your story? Uh, yeah, yeah. So my dad grew up Catholic. Uh, my mom is Baptist, I believe. I don't even know to be really frank with you. Okay. Uh, but we did not go to church growing up, um, besides maybe holidays, and it's just never been something that was that important to me. Are you um, a spiritual person? I'm not. Okay. No, no. Now, would you I've just you, never? Would you say you're atheist or agnostic or? I think I said for years I was agnostic because I don't like to rule out the fact of something that, that I possible. don't know. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. I cannot prove. I love that. One way or the other. However, I lean probably more towards atheists if we're being honest. Yeah. So I'm curious. So how do you get your morals, Taylor? <laughs> how do you How person. do you know what to do is right? No wonder you have an OnlyFans page. <laughs> of course. Of course. She's corrupt. <laughs> I'm curious because uh, because I, I a lot of people aren't religious. Right. I mean, but but and I've I've had a similar journey like Timmy's where I've moved, you know, was mm-hmm. very religious and it was a big part of my life and moved away from that. But I'm definitely don't I've never been able to get rid of or completely move away from the spiritual. Right. How do you do you classify it? Like, I can't imagine that you and I don't think about the deeper things of life and think right. is it the way that maybe i'm classifying it and we both are having the same thoughts or do you just not have a spiritual side and we are different in some way i mean so i've tried to i have a very good friend who was raised mennonite and okay. we've had conversations about this before because for me if any part of religion ever registered oddly enough heaven and hell has always been something for me it's always been in the back of my head whether i was going to church or not and that i feel like like, there is some sort of eternal life place something okay right and i think that the fear of that being a possibility uh kind of did guide me in some way growing up like i don't want to go to hell so (laughs) so you just didn't live off the deep end all the time right and i mean and i'm not that way anyway right but right uh i would say that that's probably the most spiritual aspect for me, okay. if that even really means anything, I don't know. But there's never been, like, I've never prayed, to be frank with you. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just never been. What do you call, like, when two people kind of connect, like there's this magic or mm-hmm. something? How how would you describe that? Just um, more of, like, the human connection? It's or... a human connection. It's attraction. I, I think there's a lot of societal and psychological things that attribute to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I don't think it's a higher being matching people and mm. making you feel an attraction. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's just something within yourself. Right. That That's one of the things that I've found fascinating in, in my journey. And, you know, Lance and I've talked about the matter of fact, Steve, we've all talked about this. It's just this, I was raised, you know, this is right. This is wrong. And how we know is the Bible. Right. Like, right. Like in, in, you know, heaven and hell It's very mm-hmm. real. You do the things that the Bible says you should do. And then you'll go to heaven if you don't, you know, whatever. And, now, 
for me, my morality comes from, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that because that wouldn't be good for humanity and me as a human to another human, not because I fear hell mm -hmm. because I have zero, zero concern. I don't believe in hell, you know, mm -hmm. and like, I'm still like, I don't know, probably not, but maybe, I don't know. Um, you know, so I just don't have this thought of, of an eternal damnation based right. upon my behavior. Right. Outside of, again, your I motivation I'm, is different for living right. Meaning like you right. didn't want to get cast into hell if you did something wrong now. Now it's that you just don't want to offend or, or do right. wrong. Like to I wouldn't other lie person. to you. Just I wouldn't lie to anybody. I don't right. want to do that to myself or to right. you or to anyone right. just because it's wrong. It's, right. I, but I could give a two. I don't care what God might think about that. Right. You know, it's like I don't right. give that even a thought. Which I feel like is argument. a better place to be. I think so, because what if at the end of the day, you know, like, I mean, think about it as a parent Are you want your kid to be like, ah, I'm like, you know, like when they get a little older, even when they're young, but yeah. when they get a little older, you want your kid to make decisions based on how you raise them that are there to, you know, like, not because not, you're looking, not over because them. you're looking over, they're going to punish them. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I, yeah, I don't want my kids to look. I mean, that's right the whole goal is I hope I raise them right. Right. So they're fear, fear of dad. Right. No, to do what's right because of life and right. friends and right. Yeah. So where does the uh? So I'm just trying to tie you all together here, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm gonna make up some <laughs> sort of story about you in my all mind, right. okay. and you know, you know, shame you on the way home and everything else, you know, just what all you right. know, typical people do. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, any friend of Timmy's is, yes. I always think, has got to be somewhat <laughs> intriguing. So I think yeah. you know, let's just unpack this. Uh, where does the rescue part of you come into all this then? What's the, where, where's, where's all that stem from? Um, cause that seems to be something that kind of manifests itself in different areas. Right. Right. So, I mean, it started definitely for me, particularly in animal welfare. That's where I started my career after college. I okay. worked with animals though, since I was 15 years old. Okay. Um, so, I've so always, that's just the manifestation of it though. Where do you think it comes from deeper? I think that I, it's just the person that I am, to be frank with you. I've uh, always had this desire to be something and to do something and to. Mm. Um, and it didn't come from Jesus. <laughs> oh, so it came from within it, herself. Yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was, I took my love of animals and turned it into a career for myself. Um, it was right. one of the hardest things I've ever done also, to be honest. Uh, but it like just my, making money at it, you mean, or oh, what? no, I mean, <laughs> you don't make money in animal okay. welfare. Okay, what was the hard part about it? The hard part is you were watching people surrender animals. Oh, animals emotionally, it was hard 10 years, and they're uh, like, Well, we're having a baby. Here's my yeah. dog. Yeah, um, you know, I've <laughs> I've told this story and it's it's explicit, but uh, when I gave my notice when I was leaving that job. I was in an exam room while one of the vets was cutting a cat's head off. Oh no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So you see a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, you become very numb emotionally to mm -hmm. a lot of things. Um, but I think more than anything, knowing that you are not only helping animals, you're helping people too. the amount of people that go away from there, happy taking their new, companion home is what made it worth it mm -hmm. in the end. Mm -hmm. But yeah. so you said, you said I wanted to, when I was young, I wanted to be someone or mm -hmm. what, tell, unpack that a little for us. 
Um, I try to think about not being conceited when I say this, but did you I, grow up in Kansas City? Uh, I moved about thirteen times growing up, pretty okay. much every three years. Oh, uh, there's see, so you got a wide, <laughs> you had a broad yes. view of yeah. I have a broad view of yeah, the world. as opposed yeah. to my kids who grew up in Johnson County right. in the bubble. Right. Now, hey, <laughs> I went I went to high school in Johnson County, so okay. girls got that go? too. Okay. So I went to Blue Valley West. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sheesh. So I'm in the okay. heart of Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So that's the that's the 151st and yep. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I just have always been um, smart. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. and it's. Are you a sapio sa sapiosexual? I what, am. Is that what this? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yes. You know uh -huh. what that is called, Timmy? Yeah, she likes. No, you don't. <laughs> Timmy's like he's like he's you like, can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's attracted in, in, to the mind, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So I've just always. It's That's why like, she probably likes me. Yeah. I think I'm it is. So smart. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> you're, you're smart and, and interesting. Need more she actually did. Yeah. I need some more whiskey, too. <laughs> so, you know what, though? Taylor did tell me this, and it was, I was very flattered because she, she was talking about the podcast, which she's been a listener for a little bit, I think. Mm -hmm. And she just said, Do I look like my voice? Really? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Well, what said, about Steve? Well, you already know Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she said, you guys, she goes, it's such, it's so cool to listen to guys have such an intelligent conversation. And I looked at her and I go, you think I'm intelligent? <laughs> and she goes, yes, you're intelligent. And I'm like, really? <laughs> see, I, don't th I think you and I are cut from the same cloth because I don't, you, you and I don't see ourselves as intelligent. I really don't. We see, now I see him as intelligent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Guys like Steve can take a complex subject and make sense out of it very quickly. You and I can do the same, but we have to ask a lot of questions right. to get. I mean, seriously, right. you know what yeah. I mean? We're more curious than we are intelligent. Right. Yeah, but I'd say that you guys are socially intelligent, right? So, I, yeah, you know, you're the type of people that can go out and public speak and be incredibly comfortable with that and meet people. And a lot of times that's not easy for some people. That right. Are incredibly that's true. Book yeah. smart or whatever. Right. True. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that. what's the EQ? Emotional intelligence. Yeah. I've always felt like I had a pretty good mm -hmm. social or emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. um, but never was feel didn't ever really feel like I was book smart or, you know, like Steve mm -hmm. over here that you could say right. nuclear <laughs> weapons. And he's like, well, nuclear weapons started right. to but, 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 right. you know, launch into the history and the, the molecules that are necessary yes. to make a nuclear weapon. Right. Hydrogen know. fusion. <laughs> he's like what they need to do. I'm like, oh, wow. I love low bars. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? So, so our sponsors today, right? Tol, how, is it Tolomore? Yes. Tolomore so. do Irish whiskey single malt. He brought that, and man, it's delicious. It's it delightful. It's it what is. winners drink, Lance. It's what, oh, <laughs> those are fighting okay, words. So what's those this are about? Fighting words. I, I heard you guys talk about this. What is this? Are you guys doing some investing games? I, I we just, were, then I kicked his ass. I just. <laughs> come up with creative ways to stay friends with steve throughout the month you know since i'm not a good options trader you know i think well let's let's have a challenge against each other and, and so i said well you'll find this funny i said uh i said why don't we do this why don't we take you can you can no more use a, you have to use 100 bucks even if you make 150 yeah. on your next trade you only can make 100 is the most you can trade let's see who comes up with the most at the end and so, of course, Steve, you know, he's on board with him. about a couple of days later after the challenge going, he, he, he messages me and he's like, by the way, the, the hundred dollars, he's like, that's all you've got left in your account. That's the reason you chose a hundred, right? I was like, yeah, but that's, that's beside the point. 
Oh my god! What was your total? Well, it was. It truly wasn't. It was on the other I'm side. Not putting of that number out there. All right. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah, that was like when I jumped into Robin Hood and tried the GameStop. I was in that mess, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it just freaked me out too much. I was literally stressed. I'm like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I'm on, doing... GameStop was a blast. That was worth it. Oh, I yeah. so wish that well, I would have been. That I'm I known I'm glad now. I can say I was a part of it because when people bring it up in conversation, yeah, yeah, I can, you know all about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And they always like, oh, you got in that? I'm like, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. You know, like it was some big deal. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that did was. Did you a... guys both lose money on that? No, no I didn't. I, I actually I, broke I actually even. made some and lost <laughs> okay, some, good. I think. Yeah. That was back when I was like journaling all my But I missed out on like $7,000. Right. Just because I, I, got scared and I jumped out. Right. And then it, when it, went, to then the it went to the fucking moon and I'm like, dear Lord. Damn it closed at 200 a day. Today it did? Yeah. It's still did rolling? It, yeah. it bounced today, huh? It closed at 200. Yeah. Oh, it's been down. I'll tell you, Steve has helped me with, though, giving me some little tips here and there. And, and I always send him like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And he knows how to analyze stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got into, you know, Carnival, Norwegian, Disney, all those cruise cr- mm-hmm. stuff. And I got in it whenever he was like, wait, you already get in it? Got in it? He goes, oh my God, you got in it good. I'm like, I got in it good, but I'm holding it. I'm just holding it yeah. for the next couple of years. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the, the long term, like buy it. Like I bought craft. I bought Ford. You did. I bought steel. Uh, and I'm buying all the Ford's been on fire. You can't be hurting on Ford lately. No. Oh, really? Well, I'm glad. Here's what's so, this is my luck. You want to talk about it? So I got into Ford a couple weeks ago, you know, and, right. and yeah. And I told Steve, <laughs> I was like, this thing's so boring. He goes, Oh yeah, I know. Trust me. And he goes, you know, I told him, I said, I just couldn't stand there and watch it go so slow. It was like watching a turtle. So I got out of it. I told him, I said, I think I need this thing to go to 1650. Yeah. Just like so get like 20, 25 bucks or something. So then they would get up to 15. I finally got out of it. Sure enough. He texted me about an hour and a half later. You see Forge at 1650. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I'm like, oh, I've been waiting all for two days for this thing to move, and finally it did. Uh, have, you, have you done any investing, Taylor? I have not. Oh. Not my thing. I'm sure with your company, you have like a 401k oh, yeah. and all this stuff. Okay. okay. Yeah. Which is that attached to, is that, I don't know how, I've always worked for myself pretty much most of my life. Is, is a 401k just your company that set up a mutual fund for you yes. kind of a thing? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I but, have a couple of them. <laughs> but okay. you leave when you leave, you you can you can take you can take it out and then you can it put it yeah. Sure you or you it. can leave it with the company. It's yeah. it's not mm-hmm. like you don't you don't have to take it with yeah. you if you got let go or anything. What ruined me on not ruined me, but really enlightened me was the book that I don't know if Steve told me about it, but the one that Tony Robbins wrote. Oh, that's uh, the game of money. Yeah, he's got uh, a couple. Oh, that book's uh everybody should read that book. Really? Tony Robbins' book on yeah, the money game. It's brilliant, but he talks about, you know, 401ks and all that. And he's like, if you have that, he's like, pull it out and do your own ETF uh, because you're not going to pay all the fees. Oh, right. You alive. alive. And he talked about like, here's 10 years with, with, you know, a 401k. Yeah. Same kind of idea, but without going through your company and it was obviously it was double. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, You need to roll it over over into your own IRA and then buy VU. Which is what I have. Yeah. Who the only problem with that, though, is that if if the market does, you know, they they diversify you, right? Like they might put some in bonds or things like oh, that. Oh, do they? Where uh, some of those mutual funds are pretty shitty. Well, I shouldn't <laughs> say mutual funds, but I'm saying like when I'm investing at work, like they're managing that from that perspective, you know, a little bit that they've got you diversified. So you kind of have to understand things at a okay, little bit gotcha. broader level than just. It's not all inequities. Right, right, right. Buy VU until you're 50 and then buy 50% VTI after that. And you're good. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm 52. What do I do? <laughs> right. No. So yeah, I'm based upon his recommendation. Oh, right. I, Taylor and Steve are kind of about the same age. Yeah. Yeah. We're not the same age. <laughs> no, that's right. Well, you're 38, <laughs> right? 39. 39. Oh, gosh. Okay. You're getting close yeah. to 40. You're 31, Taylor? 31. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, did that, Have you, you always dated? 51. Oh, you're the older one. than you. You're the wow, older. I'm the elder here. Have you always dated older guys? Like, or, or like, or more around your age? Uh, that's an interesting question. It's, it's going to tell us a lot. I'm older. Really? <laughs> really? I typically date older men than I guess. Just because of the maturity factor or what? That is a big portion of it. Yes. I mean, honestly, I've met some 31 year old, uh, guys that I'm like, <laughs> I felt like they were like it's still children. in high school. Yes. I mean, yeah. and I don't mean that, not all, not yeah. all, but I mean some, yeah. that's why I think that's partly why I've always looked at Steve as being older. He doesn't look necessarily no. older. It's just, he's like, I, I, we talk about stuff and he's like, Oh yeah, I did that. I'm like, you've what you've been, yeah. to- he's already lived a lot of yeah, life. He's yeah. like, he's like, Oh, I was a Bronco rider. I traveled to Bali. I've done this. I was a, ro- I've done this. I was a rodeo clown. I mean, God, I know. It's like, I, I, drove, I drove an 18 wheeler for 25 years. Oh my God. He's like, I, I helped build it. I was a sous chef like, on a yacht for five years. He literally, like we were talking about sailing. He's like, Oh yeah, well I've said, and I'm like, what haven't you done? Like, what haven't you done? That's it's like he's lived a thousand lives. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. why he's one of the most interesting people I've ever met. So since we have, it's three guys and a girl. And a girl. Uh, I figured we should, we should take this. Of course, you know, Lance is, Lance is spoken for. So all the women that I know, you listen to the podcast, you're like, I want to know this Lance guy. Yeah, he's taken. His hair is right. Steve, yeah, he does have great yeah. hair. Steve's, Steve's single, yeah. uh, ready it, to Timmy. mingle. <laughs> uh, so Taylor, what yeah. in your estimation, mm-hmm. right? I realize you would have your own view. Right. Um, but. Speaking for women, mm-hmm. what All the of fuck do women want? <laughs> yeah. What do women want from us guys? I don't know. I think that depends, right? And like, that's a wrap. <laughs> All right, that's it. Next week. <laughs> have you done online dating? Yes, I have. What did oh, you? What, what were the bullet points on your profile? Like you wanted someone funny. The reason I ask yeah. is because when I did online dating, you swipe like you see a lot of the same things. Like oh, yeah. women seem to want some guy that's funny. Funny is a big thing. It's hard yeah. to hard yeah. to. Just so everybody knows, so can I confess? So, how Taylor and I met? We met like a year and a half ago. You know what she said? We matched you're, online. You're, I don't even know how we matched, but we matched uh, on one of the sites. Uh, and I reached out to her. Yeah, I think it might have been Tinder. And Taylor, literally, her response was, "No, you're trouble." Uh, <laughs> I shit you not. I'm not kidding. Is that true, yeah, Taylor? I said he was. She said, her no. Yeah, I, I, she said no. She said no. It kind of sounded like a trouble you wanted to get involved <laughs> with. Uh, a year right to wear down no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. anyway so for real though yeah. like because uh, i know again you know what what women are right. complicated at least women i feel like they are but also not at the same time like i think at least for me personally security is a big thing i think a lot of women seek that but unpack uh, that what do you mean financially emotionally what no, do you mean like i mean for me I'm a boss bitch, right? I'm making my own money. Boss I, don't, bitch. I don't need somebody else's money. I would actually calm down, Steve. Dude, I know that's someone you're looking love for. You, Taylor. Right? Boss, I know you do. You call you looking for a boss bitch. She's not looking for no sugar uh, daddy. No. no, I'm not looking for a sugar daddy. But I think security in the sense that 
um, back to online dating, I think that it's made dating so much different in this day and age. Uh Um, It is so flighty for lack of a yeah. better oh, right. term. Yeah. Um, you know, cause you just go home and look through the catalog right. some more and pick right. someone else. Oh, yeah. like, and maybe you like them. Right. But you've got 17 other options in your yeah. matches and right. you're talking to all yeah. these other people. Uh, so the security of actually being in a real relationship with somebody is a big deal now, at least in mm. my eyes. Mm-hmm. What about uh, attraction for you? Like what, do you have to have an attraction like feel like ooh yeah i mean i think that's a big part of it um i've i've heard i heard this somewhere and i thought thought it was interesting and i can't remember now but i remember some they were oh man i wish i could remember the context but it was something around the fact of just what you said sometimes women will change themselves almost because they don't want to be shamed by other Mm -hmm. females because it's like you want to be known that you've got enough take that someone wants you. And so to be in a relationship that's bad is better than being by yourself because at least it looks yeah. like, well, she's got a, it was something like right. that. Was that sound familiar or no? I mean, not for me. Right. But I mean, is but, that a trait that you, is, that women so. struggle with a little yeah. bit? Oh, I mean, well, I can't speak for Taylor, yeah. but I mean, just recently, uh, Taylor and have her and I were having a drink at, her little favorite pub, which I don't want to give it away. So people would show up my droves, all the thousands know. of people that listen. <laughs> Steve, I'll take you. We'll go to it's right. Twin City. It's a great I'll little place. I'll take you to my pub. We just I want to go to your pub. That's fine. So, but Taylor and I were talking about this and we were talking about someone that we both know that's in a kind of a toxic relationship and yet they stay in it. And mm-hmm. so that it's just fat. Like, right. it's like, that's fascinating to me. Yeah. It is fascinating. Yeah. Well, there's a lot behind that. Yeah. And yeah. I can say I've been in multiple of them and, and I'm an incredibly confident and strong person. So. Oh, and you've been in toxic relationships? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I think it would be hard to find a woman that has not been in one. Yeah. And right? that's sad. It me. is sad. That breaks my it heart, is. actually. Right. But there, I think there's a lot behind that. Yeah. 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 Like a lot behind the the female like her own upbringing that led her to that or, mm. or feeling trapped or there's a feeling of being trapped. There's also manipulation behind it. Most of the time gaslighting from the gaslighting. Oh, my... gaslighting. <laughs> That's such a new term, but such an old thing. Right. Meaning right. We put a label on it. Right. It was yeah. from a movie from like this. Yeah. 60s it is. Or 50s. Oh, is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. like the, the it's light a new term to me, the light was on, but it wasn't like, weren't they freaking them out? Like, yeah, they kept changing the gas. To, yeah. Change yeah. the light level, and uh, and they were like, like, no, no, they, it hasn't changed at all. Yeah, you know? they made him yeah, feel yeah. like, like, no, you're seeing things. Yeah, that's right. where the term. Yeah, I mean, it's old enough; it's associated with mm-hmm. gas indoor lights. I mean, in other words, you have a problem with me, but I spin it such that all of a sudden you're thinking, wait, does it? I have a pro-? like, I'm gaslighting you, like you have the problem with me, but I'm flipping it to make it seem like you're the problem. Yeah, I mean, kind of, you know. That, I mean, from, from my experience, it's like. Oh no 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 no! I, I I don't think I said that. I don't think I did that. I don't think right. I, you know, I mean, oh, I'll tell you what: if, if right. you're being gaslit, you'll get to the point where you will take notes Ooh. after a conversation. <laughs> yeah, and right. then you'll be like, I I got I got <laughs> notes. I, I I got I wrote it on my hand. I recorded yeah. you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you come out and you feel like you just escaped Wonderland. And you're trying to figure out which side of the mirror you're on. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's a good metaphor. That's interesting. Yeah, gaslighting is a very real thing. I've seen it in my in my coaching and mm-hmm. counseling world big time, where 
like well i mean on going back to the gabby gabby petito and and brian landry uh case you know she was almost taking the blame for whatever and it's like no he's the fucking abusive narcissistic asshole well the thing with gas gaslighting is it never gets better i mean i I counsel divorced men you do date coach and all that stuff have you ever heard a guy or a woman say yeah i was a gaslighting asshole but then we talked it out and <laughs> right yeah that, right. you know what Steve, right. man he brings up a good point yeah. that's that's something that i find prevalent in in my coaching when i'm working with a couple they're all each so consumed with how the other is wrong Mm -hmm. that they're blinded Mm -hmm. to their own booger in their nose Mm -hmm. and it's like you put the mirror up to their face and it's like they won't even look at they just push it to the side and i'm like no look at the mirror you can see for yourself there's a big booger hanging out of there (laughs) right but they they it's like and i don't know what that is like i wonder what that is why can't we oh you know why that is i mean tell me because i'm I'm, okay the hardest thing that we can do in life is make a genuine psychic change all right it is way easier for me to sit here and say timmy you're fucked in the head right than for me Mm -hmm. to say yeah i'm fucked in the head and i need to do something about it Mm -hmm. right you know i mean i've been taught like you know i got got some eastern background i've learned a lot pain is the only thing blunt enough to beat us into a state of psychic change boy that's that's a great quote right yeah there. wait yeah. say but that again true, that yeah. sounded way too wait say that again pain is the only instrument blunt enough to beat us into a state of psychic oh. change okay you know oh. and so i mean it's way way easier for us when shit's going south to go yeah timmy's a problem taylor's a problem lance yeah. is a problem everything but right. me is a fucking problem right you know I mean, that's one reason why one of my uh, pillars of Steve is I'm usually wrong. <laughs> right. right. Well, <laughs> that brings me back to when Grant was here. Remember when Grant was mm-hmm. here, we were talking about this and Grant said he's the counselor. He's the therapist. Back when we had professionals here. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. But I remember when he was talking about that, he said that sometimes those that come from an abusive childhood or an abusive upbringing in some way, whether it's their childhood, adulthood, whatever, they tend to want to protect themselves and they can't be wrong because that hurts them. Mm -hmm. So they must blame you. Yeah. You know, they must blame others because they don't want you to look at themselves and it's a, it's a self-protection. It's the one thing that makes them feel safe is to feel like I'm not wrong. Oh yeah. That's, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's certainty. And I mean, certainty is, you know, we we man our own walls, but I mean, certainty is what leads, leads to every evil in human history. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it. I mean, Hitler was certain, yep. you know, he was he evil. I don't know, but he was certain, yeah. you know, and I mean, that, 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 that's not a small thing. I mean, I've definitely been in relationships where them not being wrong was a categorical imperative. Yeah. I mean, like anything else could go, we, you know, I mean, we dance all as much as we want on the other side of the looking glass, as long as, you know, at the end of the day, they were right, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, see, that's the part that I've figured out about like you and I, Timmy is, is in, and I say again, you know, you and I are kind of cut from the same cloth in this way that it's like, like I've heard other people, like maybe Michelle will say something like, you know, like that's gaslighting, you know, and I'm willing to look at myself. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, Wait, hold on. It? Like, I don't want to be that. And I think mm-hmm. you just do it out of your own. Like, I'm not trying to like, oh, let me pull out my gaslighting strategy here. You know, I'm not smart enough to do that. I'm getting ready to gaslight. Right. But I am smart enough to know how to protect myself. Right. Uh So I do it. But Michelle will say, you know, like her, she said, and saw said, but I'm like, 
wait, what? You know, but I'm willing to to look like I don't want to be like that. So help me understand yeah. it. But I'm oh, a lot of people. That's the to, Holy Spirit. Maybe it is still saved. But I'm wondering, Fucking like, what is that? <laughs> is it that? Is it that piece that where I'm just OK? Like, I'm I'm trying to figure out why you and I are both willing We're to look at ourselves similar, like yeah. that. And I've never figured out why that is. Like what happened that we were comfortable enough in our own self to say, no, I'm willing for you to unzip me and open me up and let me see my yeah. work. Like, I'm you, OK to be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I want to be wrong so I can be better. I don't get that. I don't yeah. know why that's the way we are. Right. Like we're almost seeking it out because we want to get better. Yeah, that's, that's we're not trying to protect ourselves. Even think, though I'm sure there's probably layers where we do want to protect ourselves. Yeah. When it's exposed, we're kind of like, help me see this better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm, I've often wondered that too. Cause you, you know, you've talked about that a lot with you and you, we've yeah. talked about this a lot and you've always complimented me as someone that is very interested in, yes. in feedback. Yes. Um, because I think, like if because I, I want to be the best I can be and I don't want to ever hurt anybody. I mean, and we hurt people unintentionally. I've, I've never set out to like, I want to hurt you. Right. Um, but it happens. You can't yes. be alive without hurting people. Right. Um, but I, I, for me, I don't know. I think it's just a desire to be the best version of myself as I, and I don't want it has to, be, it know. has to be deeper than that though. It has yeah. to be something that you have a confidence in yourself enough that you don't feel like your self-worth is, you know, whisked oh, away. Yes. My value is like, you don't, it, my, yes, I don't, if there is something wrong, I don't look at it as a, I'm bad and I'm no good. I'm not enough. Right. I just look at it as, Oh, well, this is an area I need to. <laughs> yeah. Improve, right. Apparently. Right. Like I'm blinded right, by this. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a fascinating. Yeah, that that's that whiskey's yummy. Oh, that's good stuff. Woo, man, that's good stuff. Lance, you should win more. <laughs> I mean, and I find I find that I'm attracted to oh yeah, like friends and yes. even females, males. Like I'm attracted to people who are uh very yeah. Don't blame everybody else. Yeah, and, yeah. Like I'm I'm. Self, I like people that are self-aware, mm -hmm. self-reflective, yeah, and of course intelligent. You know, I I find I think I feel like that's one of our unfair advantages. That I the thing I like to call the unfair advantage. You know, that yes. something unique about you that that others don't have. What do you, what do you what would you say your unfair advantage is? I don't like the term unfair advantage, but it's my right. point you is what unique what, when you told me the dating questions to ask, and that was the best term ever. Unique advantage. <laughs> What is your unique, unique advantage? advantage? Yeah, that's you there you what? go. You know what's funny is what I think that I would pick as my advantage is actually probably a disadvantage more so in a lot of ways. But I think my confidence in myself uh, is advantageous because I don't take shit. Uh, however, that scares a lot of people away. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a disadvantage as you know, well. You know, I think your unfair advantage is. What is that? <laughs> She's intelligent. She's super fucking cool to talk to. Dig good, say more though. There's a lot of people with yeah, intelligence so, and fun to talk to. What's unique like about I, her? Her and I've had <laughs> lots of conversations, and it's like she can engage in anything I bring mm, up, like I any topic, like you and I. Yeah, you and, and it, I and hanging it's out. Interesting, it's, it's an interesting discourse you're saying. Yes, like it's she's not like, saying oh, great oh, that's stuff, cool. thoughful. Yeah, yeah, it's not like oh the Kardashians. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like. <laughs> Deuces, I'm out. Right. You know, so right. I, I love the depth of conversation. Yeah. Uh, on you know political issues yeah. and and is that how you usually connect with people? Is through intellectual? Usually. Yeah. 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 yeah I can't see Taylor liking someone that's dumb. Absolutely. 
Like no, someone that no. like liked, you know, the but Kardashians. What if they have abs? I mean, <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. Well, we've kind of gotten off track here. Taylor was going to give us the secret code oh, recipe yeah, yeah. too. So, to women. what else? What else did, oh, did you shot. cover? That what? What? <laughs> right. a, what do you think women are looking for? And how do you? Safety think, was the first. Yeah, safety, safety security, security. Yeah. And you're not talking financial because you can make it, your own money. Right. Which, as a guy, right, as a single mm -hmm. dude, I find that very attractive because yeah. I've I've mentioned this before on my podcast. You know, I've gone out with women that you know showed up with a, mm -hmm. you know, in a Range Rover right. and. And I felt all this pressure of like, shit, you know, I need to be like Lance and be a, yeah. you know, big wig CEO or business kind of guy. Or like, you know, you know, I mean, that's, that's the one, if, if I have an insecurity, that would be the only one that I would say, yeah, maybe I'm a little bit more secure in myself now about all that, just because I actually do pretty good, you know, yeah. but that's been the one thing, you know, like when I see a guy pull up in a Bentley and, yeah. you know, I'll be honest. I'm like, fuck, yeah. you know, like it, it, it bothers me. Um, so a woman that would also be attracted to that is not interesting to me at all. Mm -hmm. But I yeah. challenge that in that a woman that is out on her own and one that wants to be successful, would it be intimidating if I roll up in a Bentley? I'd right? Oh, yeah. What? No, I wouldn't be. I'd yes, be impressed. Yes, you would. Well, I would, I'd be initially intimidated if she was looking at me down on me. But if she's like, hey, I mean, because I dated a girl last year that made over half a million dollars a year, mm -hmm. and there was no problem at all because Ooh. she never treated me I like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah right. different. But if she was kind of like, you know, I make more than you, I'd be like, I'm out. Right. You see, like, I think there, there's definitely a line. You know, I mean, uh -huh. I've, I've been on dates with people that, you know, I mean, they made their own money. Maybe, maybe cars right. were important to them. So they did right. drive, you know, a luxury car, which, I mean, Cars are not important to me. Right. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, everybody. Steve could could afford a fucking Tesla, yeah. and he drives a what? A piece right. of shit something. That Mazda or something, it's, isn't it? Well, whatever's in the parking lot when I leave work. <laughs> he showed up in a dually. He showed up in a little shit Mazda, and I mean, I'm driving a Lexus. Exactly. <laughs> and literally, I was like, Steve, really? Like that's your car? Anyway, but but. That just it's again it's one of the things that yeah, makes yeah. Steve interesting but, uh, to me, but, you know. Also, but. I think that goes back again to security though, right? Is right. a man also being secure enough in themselves yeah. to not be intimidated by a woman. It's a different time now. Yeah. yeah. And women can be bad bitches. Yeah, sure. but I've met yeah. women that were all about I'm a bad bitch, I'm a bad mm -hmm. bitch, I'm a bad bitch, I'm a bad bitch, and that's a fucking turn off for me. It is. You know? yes. I mean, when it's yes. overly, thing is, overly like, yeah, yeah, I mean, because the thing is, when I go on a date with someone, I mean, I do okay. You know, I, mm -hmm. I do okay. And mm -hmm. like, oh God, if I gotta hear him go on and on and on and on and on and on and on about how much of a bad bitch they are, I'm like, okay, I'm fucking mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's like, and I think it goes back to security. If a woman is super successful and secure about it and not projecting on mm -hmm. to me, well, I don't have a problem with yeah, that. Yeah, Steve no, definitely wouldn't yeah. have a problem. Matter of fact, no. one of his best friends is really wealthy. Um, I won't mention her name, but you know, the girl oh, you yeah, talked about, yeah. like, she's super successful and he loves it and loves that <laughs> she's intelligent, has great conversation. He's not threatened by right because she's so cool about right. it. Um, but yes, like I was married for 25 years to a very strong kind of independent, you know, mm -hmm. woman, uh, it never bothered me, you know, right. in the sense of, I was again, as long as they don't look down, I on think it's, me. I think it's for males. It's, 
if you feel like and like feel is the is the right word if you feel like you've carved out your own niche in life and yes. and and it you feel like you're contributing something you you may be okay you know what i'm saying like you feel like you're like yeah i don't make that money but but if you don't and you feel like you're not maybe giving it your all or you're and i'm wondering if that's where it yeah. cut you know what i'm saying like i because, could be doing more but yeah like you could be a pastor and then you meet someone like jerry who's got a lot of money but jerry's gonna have a lot more money than any pastor but right. if you're like this is the profession that i've that i've done and i've got a decent sized church and i'm I'm doing all these other, that makes you feel like you're contributing. You've done something with your life. I think guys struggle when they kind of feel like they maybe haven't done as much as they could have done, or they've sold out a little bit to themselves. Oh, I mean, I would say, and I would say this probably about you two and probably even Taylor, like for me, and again, this is no shame on someone doing this, but for me to be like a night manager at Waffle House would not be fulfilling for me, No, but doing what I do, um, you know, I'm I'm right. number one wedding officiant in Kansas City, so that's where I get my yeah like my chest puffs out. Like, yeah, hey, I'm I'm Michelle doing and I just had this conversation while we we're at drastic measures the other night. I was looking at the guy that the bartender, and I was like, and I don't know if he owns it or not, but the point is, I was like, even though it'd be cool to own, I was like, it just seems like it'd be real boring. And she's like, well, for him, you know, he probably mm -hmm. thinks, of it. but I was like, mm -hmm. it just, you know, he like he can make he might make a half a million dollars a drive. I right. have no idea, but the point is it didn't look like it would be that intellectually challenging enough for me. You know what I mean? Right. It might in the beginning and stuff, but maybe like after a while you're like, we need, I know how much whiskey I need. I know how much rum, gin, you know what I mean? And it right. becomes like, maybe then you open, you scale or something, but it just seems like if you're running that one spot, it wouldn't be that intellectually stimulating. Oh, I think that's the crux of it though, is find that one thing that is important to mm -hmm. you. Yes. You know, the one thing you want to build. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if, if I'm if I'm sitting across from a woman and I mean, she's got a Lululemon, Lululemon, <laughs> oh, gosh, we're getting, Louis Vuitton, we're getting or... Steve some Lulu for Christmas. <laughs> if she's got a Lulu row fucking distributorship and I mean, she's posting all the bad bitch stuff online and all that stuff. You know, they're just throwing up a front, you know, I mean, I'd much rather meet a woman that works a counter at a rescue mm -hmm. station and mm -hmm. makes $19,000 a year, but is mm -hmm. deeply ingrained yeah. and, and passionate in what she does. Yes. See, now I love that because I feel the same. Like I literally don't care if you're a CEO, you own your own business, mm -hmm. you're a doctor, mm -hmm. an esthetician and yeah. whatever you are, yeah. or you're a barista mm -hmm. for me yeah. personally. I don't care Yeah. if I like you and you like me and you're a good person and we get along and there's common interest yeah. and the sex is good. Like all that stuff. Yeah. Like, Well, you've already carved yeah. out your lifestyle financially that you want to live. So yeah. you don't need that other person. No, I don't. So they, if they make zero dollars or what, but now matter. if they want to, you know, if they want to till off of you a little bit, that maybe becomes a that problem, but, be a problem. Yeah. but yeah, you've already established that this is the life that I want and I'm good with that. And, and that comes down to them rocking the life they live. You know? Exactly. I mean, that's it. Well, and I think we've all talked about this as, as well, even Lance, even well, he's married now, but as, as single, when we were single or when Lance was single, but all of us are single. It, for me, I just want someone to be taking care of themselves. Mm -hmm. Like as long as they're like, well, I don't care. Right. You know, I, I don't want a charity case. I don't need to take any, mm -hmm. you know, I don't need to rescue anybody. Um, I definitely want to be with someone that has their own agenda, you know, their own life, their own job, their own career, their own ambitions, their own dreams. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, we, we would partner up and we would live our lives partnered as, mm -hmm. you know, rather than I need you or you need me. Make each other better. That's exactly. Yes. Compliment each other. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. So uh, I, 
this is a uh, this is totally like literally going left, like whoop, shoving it into reverse. You're not going to say all people should have the right to own guns, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, gave, he gave us a list this time. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's an optimist. I like him. I <laughs> um, but I do have a, I do have a, 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 this one question, the very last question. What is the purpose of life? Mm. This is something that. It kind of fits with that question we were just having. Because when you find your purpose, it, you, you're okay with not. Yeah. You know, making a ton of money like Bill, for example, I don't know how much Bill makes, but you know that he loves what he does. Yeah. One of my favorite movies is, is a movie with Harrison Ford um, called Sabrina. It, there's two movies. There's one like from the 19. 19- that one was way better. From, oh, my God. Humphrey <laughs> Bogart and Audrey Hepburn. It was is so, it so good. What, what year did that come? Oh, 54? Fucking, like 52, I think. 52, like, okay. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, there, there is no other Sabrina. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love that. Just so you know. <laughs> okay, so there's two Sabrinas. The one that he's okay. talking about with okay. Humphrey Bogart, and then there's the one in, with Harrison Ford. Okay. It's like a 1990s one. Anyway, in the movie, I've resonated so deeply with the chauffeur. Okay, he was okay. the chauffeur of okay. the family. Yeah. He lived above the tin uh, car garage. That sounds cool. All he did was drive the Rolls Royce and drive the family around. Yeah. And he heard them talking about uh-huh. investments and he would always then go oh, home and right. make those investments. So he was a millionaire. Okay. Chauffeur. Interesting. For this family, this very wealthy family. And he lived above the That's garage. Cool. Yeah, it was very cool. And what he did for fun, he had a daughter. And what he did was he read and invested. Oh, and I remember just he had. If you see the movie, you could you pick this vibe up. He's just so chill, and he sends his daughter for to spend a summer in Paris, mm-hmm. which is partly why I'm going to spend the entire an entire month in Paris. Okay, uh, next year. And and Taylor said she'd come see me for her birthday. <laughs> oh. She goes, can I come? I go, absolutely. Get your ass out here for my for your birthday. But anyway, so but you know she spent a summer out in in Paris, and it it was. Fucking awesome. You got to see the movie. It's okay. unbelievable. One of my favorite quotes ever is from that movie. Paris is for lovers. That's why I only did an hour layover. <laughs> God, I love it. Yeah. So I just, I've been to Paris and it, yeah. it was magical. It, that kind of comes back to how we started this thing about being famous though. Like that guy wasn't famous. Right. But he had like, if people knew what he had, but it was kind of under the cover. Like yes. you didn't, you wouldn't notice that about like it was hidden and silent. Yeah. You know, that, that's I like that. I, do I like too. that mystique about somebody. I love it. Yeah. 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 He just did secretly and privately been, you know, making some right decisions based upon that's one of the games we play on the podcast is how many disparate conversations can we have? <laughs> and then how can we get them all pulled together back to the end? Makes and, sense. Right. I got no idea what we're talking about. Anymore. Right. <laughs> that F1, that Formula One driver. <laughs> oh, he was com- he's coming back into this by the end of the night. <laughs> Which you know what that actually that I've, I've been thinking about this because I watched a, a program on this, uh, just about how they feel like or they don't feel that they're saying that the person that's going to live past 150 is alive today. First person to walk on Mars is alive today. Oh, see, and so they see? also are saying just because they've they're you know life expectancy is keeps getting longer and longer and longer as as medical technology or technology in general keeps getting better and better, and they've they've said that they're looking at 200 as a, as a very feasible age to live, which brings in that question about human cloning and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and for me, I think, I mean, 
whatever it takes. If someone has the money to pay for a procedure, then it should be okay. Um, but when it comes into, you know, human cloning and all that and AI and mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa, this is getting trippy. And I, even <laughs> her, the guy that wrote the book that you and I love so much sapiens. Oh yeah. He just had a video. Yeah. Okay. Harari, whatever his name yeah, is. Yuval Harari. I literally just watched an interview with him okay. on 60 minutes and he wrote a new book that is oh. all about, he's very oh. concerned about the future. Yeah. I've, I heard about AI. The, okay. And. Mm -hmm. It's, it's good, huh? It's, it's very, good. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, Sapiens author, I'm gonna look this up because the, the the book I knew that he had done something on AI. There it is A Brief History of Humankind. That's the one you and I read. Yes, it's so good. It, it is, is so good. So oh, good. So Have good. you read that book? I have not. Oh, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look up the book, his new book. So I can see what it's called and mention it here. I do remember him writing something on AI. Yeah, he's this interview I watched. He's very concerned about. Yeah, oh, what? there it is. The 21 lessons for the 21st century. It just released. And let's see if it gives a little bio of what it's about, because it looks like it's a New York Times bestseller. Uh, oh, in Sapiens, he explores the past. In Homo Deus, he looked into the, our future. future. Now, actually, he's got a little chapter in Sapiens. I think I remember now on on AI. Oh, at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then it says, "Now, one of the most innovative thinkers on the planet turns to the present to make sense of today's most pressing issues." Yeah, we're gonna get that book. It, it, I am. Yeah, it's definitely. I'm gonna get that book. I'm gonna order it because it it really talks about. He's very concerned. Just that that with technology i'm not like but who am i <laughs> but i'm not mm -hmm. but he's super concerned that integrating ai with humans that eventually there'll be another species mm. yeah he said that we'll have so no how are you emotion. tying that back to or you got on this from because of an offshoot well, kind of from of the life, purpose of life yeah all that stuff just like he's it's easy saying, to have a purpose of life if you have a if, a you have, if you're conscious if you're conscious or you have some sort of moral or theological Right. thing you can peg it to and ai doesn't have that right they're not right. conscious and there's no moral code outside of what humans have put into it yeah right they're just acting up and based upon the information they've been given well it's it, continuous learning it's i was gonna say right. you got, you got machine learning yes yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's gonna, it's gonna learn on yeah. its own yeah that's where it gets a little nutty yeah we still got an F1 driver loop back in here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we could actually call. I think we had a good discussion. Yeah, I mean, it was a little all over the place. Yeah, but that's, it was a little, that's pretty we typical. We the Chiefs game coming up. Oh, shh, here Yeah, it we do. What time do they kick off? 725? I think so. Oh, so let's make our predictions. Let's do, Steve, predictions. Oh, gosh. Steve's like, okay. Yeah, who are they playing? Yeah, baseball. Yeah, who are they playing? By the way, baseball? You guys been, <laughs> are the you Chiefs guys, the baseball team? Have you been watching any of the World Series? I haven't. Who's in it? Oh my gosh, <laughs> Taylor! <laughs> I'm glad. It, I'm glad. Lance, it. our sports guy. Yeah, <laughs> these Steve guys. And I like, ah. <laughs> uh, the Braves and the Astros in the World Series. Okay. And um. What is it now? Three to two. Yeah. yeah. They were wow, down look three. At Taylor. See, she's an all star. I know. She's a bitch, boss. What did she call her? Boss bitch. Boss <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, and then we got the Chiefs and the Giants. Okay, playing the Giants. Now, the Chiefs at home ought to whip these guys. Okay. We're at home, I think, right? 
Uh, I don't know. I go. Yes, yeah. I have a friend. Are we? Uh, <laughs> we said tell me what we want. Peace. Did you already cut it? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it cut. So it cut. Yeah. There we go. The guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Steve, Taylor, Lance. It's good to see you guys. Peace. See you, brother.